This week's podcast is being recorded on the M6, where we're going very slowly. Featuring this Please week, responsibly. this week our driver is Jamie Overton, Somerset cricket legend. Harry Durham is in the back, and we're a player. He's more than just a player. Have you ever actually seen him play live? He's really good. No, I don't know. I'm not so sure. Well, you need to one day. Um, we're on our way back from Haydock. Harry this morning was gutted. He was not going to Ascot, where there was a quite an important race, um, which we're pretty pleased with the result of. Uh, so we've been to Haydock. We've seen the mighty Frodon finish third in the Betfair Chase. Oh well, cheers. Uh, we've had a couple of other good results up there, but not quite as good as at Ascot, Harry. Tell me about your, the, the day's racing Ascot, please. Um, very accurate assessment, Ryan. Very good day's racing at Ascot. Surname, um, yeah, he did it. He did it. Um, he didn't just do it. Epic race. Takes two very, very good horses to make it that race, um, sort of that good. So... Like, I don't think Outdoor lost much in defeat really on a trip that he was trying for the first time but absolutely epic he jumped amazingly um, Scott's been safe for a long time he feels fantastic and um, that's Scott Marshall he rides that's him every Scott, day yeah that's Scott he rides him every day um, what a horse what an amazing horse and uh, we're just very very lucky to have him it's not often that a race that the media attracts that much attention to actually turns out the way you expect it to be and I suppose, arguably, punting-wise, it didn't as Alto was sent off odds on. Surnaming was actually incredible value. I think he started at five to two. Um, the last time I can remember a horse of yours being involved in this sort of um, match-up was when I last worked for Hall in 2010, and it was Cato Star versus Denman in the Gold Cup. Sadly, Cato fell that year, and it didn't quite work out as expected. Den- Denman finished second um, to Imperial Commander. But this race, from the off, the first, the, the two favourites went on um, with, with Dan's horse, Dan Skelton's horse, perhaps making the numbers. And at no stage, I don't think, did Surname ever look like he was likely to lose. No, like, it, well, it was always going to be a pretty simple race in the sense that you can't really do anything else with Surname, you just make the running. Um, but he looked really settled today, which was good. He's obviously grown up a bit, he's, you know, he's got no hood on now and he races pretty sensibly. Um, but like yeah it was never going to the race was never going to early on work out any differently to how it did um, and it was just whether out your when he turned in could come by him uh, Nico sort of stayed on his tail the whole way Thought they, well it looked to me like they went a real solid gallop um, and just two very very good horses but like it was I was so buzzing watching it it was so so good um, and you know Paul's been fairly confident quietly um that he was going to do that and it was pretty bloody epic Ryan there have been some quite positive noises coming out of the Henderson camp this week Nicky saying he wonders if he actually wants dropping back to his normal trip of two miles because he has so much, so much yeah. speed at home yeah. uh, what not everyone will realise is that Surname did an incredible piece of work at Wincanton the other day so those who have queried Paul about whether this horse was ready first time as Paul has publicly said not all of his have been ready to win first time always in no doubt surname was ready to run for his life today well it would have been unfair to ask a horse to to race in a race that tough if he wasn't very very fit you know um now i do still believe that there's more to come from him because um that was his first race of the season but you couldn't you couldn't have sent a horse into that tough a race not fairly ready to go um 
and you know, as today showed, he wasn't—he was obviously very ready to go. But he's—he's he's a remarkable, remarkable horse. Um, to me, it looks like he will stay further. I mean, he's so settled now, which is the great thing about him. You, it looks like you know, Harry. I've just sort of been watching some of the interviews back, and it, Harry said almost a couple of times he was squeezing him along, um, which is great. He's obviously breathing so much better now. Um, but yeah, you, you know, we, I don't, I don't think anyone was under any illusions. Out here on Sunday, we're going there pretty fit today. I um, think Nico would probably come away thinking the race panned out exactly as he expected, and cl- he was just on the horse that he was clearly second best on the day. There's nothing. Yeah, Nico no, I do don't, I don't, I don't think. Well, it was absolute guarantee. It wasn't anything Nico did, you know. He followed round. Outdoor looked like he jumped well. Um, and on the day, in the ground, and, and those conditions, Altio was second best. Now, in a different day, that might be that might not be the case. But um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the race um, maybe bar the results surprised anyone. I mean, you know, if 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 you asked a lot of people that sort of knew the situation and knew the horses, if you'd said to them what will happen to three out, I'd be fairly confident that everyone would have thought exactly that, you know, surname was going to go gallop and Altio was going to follow him. And then the one we didn't know was whether Altio would get by him. Um, and it's just, we're just obviously absolutely delighted that he didn't. You mentioned a second ago about about the improvement in surname. Gin in a can, right? Yes, he's drinking gin, gin in, in a can. can. It's pink. It's a lovely, lovely thing. Pink gin in a can. Yeah. As you all know, he gen- generally has a rosé. Um, he's sticking with his girly drink theme and drinking pink gin in the can. I do have lager sometimes. That's great. I'm yeah. delighted for you. Sorry, absolutely so delighted. Carry on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, thanks, Jamie, actually, for having us. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, to be fair to him, his brother does say that he's a terrible driver, and early on in the journey I thought, mm, I'm not sure he's far off, but he's got better. Well, apparently Craig's the worst driver of the two. He was sent to it's only hearsay, but you can't imagine he'd be worse, can you? Well, I... I I've had quite a nice journey, I'll be honest. Yeah, well, you're sat in the front, in the back, in the cheap seats here. It's not quite as nice. You elected to sit there, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a fair comment. It's a fair comment. But anyway, a gin in a can is a hit. Right, now, listen, enough of that. Listen, we were talk- talking about temperament earlier, and you were just saying the improvement in surname's form is down to being much more settled. Yes. Now, I'd say quite the reverse for probably the trainer and, and you today, <laughs> in that we've been in this car since 7.15 this morning with you. When you were at your most relaxed, um, you were then pleased to hear that you had a day off tomorrow because Exit has been abandoned on Sunday. Yeah, not upset by that at all. No, not upset by that at all. Um, although he is a devout professional, I have to say. Um, but your tension levels have risen remarkably through the day, I think it's fair to say. Markedly or remarkably? But, well, it's a bit of a mixture of both. Bit of both. Was, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a new word. <laughs> new word there. Yeah. Um, so, tell me how you were feeling just before the big race. In a word, sick. You look, um, you look physically yeah, ill. We no, went... To be honest with you, I was really, really nervous, mate, because, like, like literally since February with surname, like we have dreamt of him doing that, and, and like Paul and Johnny and Sam, his owners, like they have done the right thing by him. You know, like they've they've looked after him and minded him and hoped that he'd come back in this form. But like, and then obviously you see him every day on the gallops, and you hope, and you're pretty, you know, we were fairly confident that he was in amazing form. When he went to Wincanton the other day and galloped, just absolutely blew us away. And since then, we've been, you know, quietly very, very confident that he was going to run a massive race today. But, you know, when it gets close, you're just terrified. You just want it to go well and you want him to perform. 
Um, because there was a risk, I think, today that if he'd got beat, people would have said, well, you know, those two performances last season were a bit of a fluke. And, um, but today, he showed that he is an absolutely top-class horse and really what he's capable of. Um, so, yeah, I was extremely nervous. Um, but as, um, as you said, like if you didn't get nervous for races like that, well, what's the point in being involved in the game? Like We're involved in it for to like be involved in special horses and he is an extremely special horse um, so we're very very lucky to be sort of part of it a lot of people race Nibro and the handicapper raised him above Altior after winning yeah. at Asking February when he thrashed a few grade one winners yeah. um, and I think we, we always say he doesn't often get it that wrong I think today he, he'll be sort of thinking to himself I've done, I was right all along there yeah, well, you would say on that on that sort of performance today, he, he's got it about right. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm very aware that massive fans of Altior, um will say, you know, well, they've not run over two miles. So, um, over this trip, certainly looks the better horse. And I don't think Altior disgraced himself today. I think, Far from to it. me, some, some of his runs last year weren't as good as what he put in today. I think that was a massive run today. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's lost anything in defeat. He's still a truly truly great horse I'd say he looked to stay to me as well he just wasn't good enough on the day yeah it looked, it looked that way Go, I mean, going like, right handed anyway because he does just open up to the left doesn't he he does yeah he, um, he'd have a better chance left handed yeah you'd think so you'd think so um, what they'll do with him now I don't know but he's still you know you can't take away what he's done he's a he's a remarkable horse isn't he but um, just on, on the day on the ground and the conditions at the track surname was surname was what Two, two and a half legs better than Exactly. Not the only great result of the day for the team, though, because you had a 1-2 in the big handicap chase where it was almost like watching an action replay of a few yeah. weeks ago when Diego de Charmel slightly pushed Capeland out of the way when he tried to follow the loose horse out and ended up jumping the upright part of the wing. He kept the race. Capeland was disqualified, sadly. But today, they, they come down to the last doing battle, and it was Capeland who came out on top with incredible ease, it had to be said. Yeah, well, he went to his last race at Ascot with with it in mind that that was going to be his sort of preparation for today. And this race has always been the plan uh, for Capeland. So, um, obviously, it was very, very unfortunate what happened last time. And, you know, sort of gutting for the horse that was about to probably run a career-best race. And he, um, you know, he got taken out like that. Now, it says a lot about him that he came back today and... Like did what he did. He's also a very genuine horse, and um, he won really impressively today. I must admit, I was I was a little bit concerned about the ground for him. Um, generally, sort of likes a bit of top of the ground, but um, he was very very good today. Having spoken to Harry, he said that was the best round of jumping he's ever put in, in his life. And I would also say that I'm very very happy for his owner, Kathy Stewart. She's been an owner uh, with Paul for a very long time. She's an absolute legend of a woman she's very very gracious in defeat and in victory and um, you know it's very well deserved after last night because that was really sort of gutting for um, for her and her family so it was lovely to see him win a really big big prize today absolutely I think it's very fair that there's obviously not a great deal between those two horses but them to, for them to win one of those big races each I think is great for their owners and very well deserved. Yeah, it was justice, wasn't it? Like, you know, Diego had his day and no Cables had his. And, like, Diego still ran an amazing race because he got put up £6, which was fair enough. But, um, 
you know, he ran a super race and he obviously gets on really well with Lorcan, you know, that's two races he's run now that are, yeah. he, he sometimes is a little bit hit and miss, but he's run two excellent races and he wouldn't have loved soft ground. So, um, you know, just going into the straight today when they just sort of took over together and started to sort of power and clear, I was thinking, oh God, I just hope the same thing doesn't happen no. again. So, but they both ran brilliant races, you know, and then sort of, um, as you say, it's nice that Caitlin had his day, really. Another interesting race of the day, I thought, was the bumper when we saw two lovely horses from Ditchie yeah. come out. Brave Man's game looked as if he might fall away and then stayed on really well to finish third to a very impressive John Joe O'Neill horse and a previous winner, Kid Commander of Honey Horse. So I think you'd be delighted with the way that him and Scatman ran, who, who was further back. Yeah, we'll do with Scatman first. He wouldn't have liked soft ground and he was probably a couple of weeks off a run. Um, but understandably, um, Mr Giles wanted to run him. Uh, at his local course which is totally fair enough he's a lovely lovely horse and I would imagine in six weeks time on a bit of nicer ground somewhere he, he'll take a lot of beating he's a lovely animal and Brave Man's Gain um, I think he did a bit too much in the first mile a little bit keen like just fresh and babyish and probably a big day out I'd imagine Ascot on a Saturday was a bit louder than a point to point on a Saturday in Ireland so that would have been a good learning experience for him he's a lovely lovely horse I'm sure he's very good um can't imagine he'll be very busy this year a couple of bumpers but you won't see the best of him for a couple of years time until he goes chasing he's a big gorgeous horse he's actually he's by brave mansonian who's a french he was a french jumper and he's out of a nickname mare um really well-bred horse and i i do think he's going to be really good i know harry was very pleased with him and um in ground probably softer than a weak four-year-old would want and a bit keen I think that was a great run for the future and he's going to be a lovely, lovely horse. Your head man, Clifford Baker, made a really interesting point in the, in the car the other day. He said that looking at him now that he's sort of shaped up and he's racing fit, he reminds him to look at surname a lot. Yeah, they're the same shape. Obviously, obviously not saying he's in that league, but just to look at, he, he really does remind him of surname. Yeah, as I say, he's out of a nickname now, which is obviously surname's um, sire. Um, but yeah, he, he literally is the same shape, same kind of physique. Um, if he's half as good as him, then he will be a serious animal, won't he? Absolutely. Um, I think that's enough racing talk. I think we just need a quick word with the driver. Who's He'll want to talk about racing more than cricket. He, he, Jamie, Absolutely. For those who don't know, Jamie and his brother Craig do seem to love badger. racing. I mean, anything we don't know about form, we just ask them now. Just ask him. Because they'll just know. Yeah. It, it's incredible. Jamie, Jamie now likes horse racing more than I do knows more about it more than I do and actually I think he watches more work more than I do because he's obviously um, as you know cricketers in October do bugger all and, and um, Jamie's basically become a racing nut so Jamie you missed the last couple of championship games this season through injury um, you tried bloody hard to, to get back sound and anyway to cut a long story short been for an operation on your ankle and you're now started doing a lot more in the gym yeah, that's true. Um, missed the last couple of games. Not because of my ankle, actually. It was just because of my back. Um, I had a stress fracture in my back. Um, so it was just one of those that I tried to push through it, but it wasn't quite right. So we were just like, no, there's not, no point risking it, trying to make it worse. So, yeah, that, that was all cleared up now. And hopefully starting to bowl in a couple of weeks' time, which would be nice. So you've been in that time, you took a little while to recover. You had the op, op straight after the season finished, end of September. Um, and you've been you've been in the gym recently and start running next week you said uh yeah um and i started running yesterday um first sort of running session not not a massive session just sort of 500 600 meters just to try and get back into it 
Um, but I just said, yeah, I had my surgery two days after the season, and the surgery went well. So there's a little bit of a complication with the, the clotting of the, um, the wound, um, which can happen with surgeries. They're not all very simple. Um, so, but yeah, that, that's all cleared up now, and then yeah, I'm ready to go, hopefully try and get ready for February. Um, there's a, a Lions tour that I'm trying to get on, but I'm sort of just playing it by ear at the moment. So this time of year, you're just working on improving your fitness. Anything to do with technique, or just you're focusing on just get making that tour in February? Uh, at the moment, it's just focusing on fitness. Um, I want to make sure I'm in a great place, especially if I go to Australia um, with the Lions. I want to make sure I'm ready to play the, every sort of, sort of single game for Somerset on top of that. Um, so yeah, that's that's what my aim is at the moment. And then potentially when we get closer to February, that's when I'll start to do a bit more technique-wise. Um, but at the moment, it's just trying to get first possible um, and um, work my nuts off in the gym. Very good. Well, we, we wish you all the, all the best, obviously. Cheers, thank you. Um, you've been a regular feature down in Ditchit in your time off, watching all the horses work, which is something you really enjoy. Um, you were almost badged into buying a horse by Tom Malone, which is, <laughs> you, you certainly wouldn't be alone. Tom's a very persuasive guy. Um, but at the moment, I think it's fair to say you're enjoying just watching them work and schooling and being sort of a bit hands-on part of the team. Yeah, absolutely, I think. It's one of those things that I never really knew what I wanted to do outside of cricket, um, and I've never really had really much interest. But yeah, I've become a lot more involved with the horses, and I, and I really enjoy seeing them work and seeing what they do, um, and like seeing the performances they can put out. Um, so yeah, I think horse racing could be an industry that I look to go into in the future. But we'll just see how things go. And yeah, at the moment, I'm just loving being around them and seeing what they can do. As much as I would literally love to talk about cricket for like days upon end. I think we've now established that like Jamie sort of wants to steal my job when he his back and his ankles and his hips can no longer take playing cricket. Well, perhaps you should start riding out again because that's something that's one advantage you do have on him. Are we going left here, mate? Uh, yeah, I think we ought to yeah, go left here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, oh god, he's getting us lost. You tell <laughs> well, he normally goes on the I'm team bus, don't you? you? Tell he normally goes on the team bus. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, you 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 obviously um, you know maybe work in racing, but. You're not an old man, even though sometimes when you get out of the car, you do look like what? 25, Jamie? 25. 25. Tell us about the next three, four seasons of cricketer Jamie Overton. Well, dreams, aspirations. Obviously, end goal is play for England in all three formats, but it's one of those, how realistic is that? Um, I'd like to think it's possible. Um, I'm working my nuts off at the moment to try and get that goal to be very achievable. I think the way I've sort of performed middle of last year, I know obviously the start I didn't go to how I wanted it, but that's that's that can happen in cricket. But yeah, the way I performed in the middle of the season, I was very happy with, and if I can keep continuing to do that, hopefully it won't to be too far away. Um, obviously, you goal. have you have been on the radar, Jamie, in the past. You played England under 19s. You were saying earlier. Yeah, I was in the 19s. Well, that seems like a long time ago. Seven years ago, eight years ago now. Um, Good maths. We went to Australia for our World Cup, which was a it was a great achievement and a great sort of time. Um, and it was unfortunately we didn't do that well, but it was still a great time to be involved with with, with those sort of boys now and seeing where we've all got to is it's a, it's a really good feeling. Any Lions experience so far? Uh, yeah, it's a, a little bit. Um, I've been to the UAE twice, um, played Pakistan twice. Um, which was, yeah, it was really good fun. 50 over competition and a T20 competition. And out there wouldn't necessarily favour a quick like you? No, not necessarily, um, but it's one of those, 
if you want to play international cricket, you're going to have to get used to playing those conditions and sure. being able to adjust to those conditions quite well. Um, okay. um, but yeah, it's one of those, it's, it's hard work, but yeah, as I said, you've got to try and get used to it, otherwise you're never going to make it. No. So this is obviously different cricketing, lands cricketing landscape next season, Jamie. Obviously we've got the 100 coming in, which uh, Harry isn't so positive, but I Baseball. feel I feel I've got to change my attitude towards somewhat. Um, so the, the just describe we start the season with Championship cricket, and then we go into T Twenty much earlier than before. Yes, I th- that's, as far as I'm aware, that's what's happening. Um, so yeah, I think there's about six or seven Championship games to start the season off, um, and then there's the the Blast T Twenty competition, um, which is normally about seven weeks worth, and then we go into the hundred. Unfortunately, I won't be in it at the moment. Hopefully, trying to pick up a wild card spot. Um, but during that block, the 100 block, there's a 50 over competition for the, the players that aren't in it. So, fingers crossed, if I don't get picked up in the, the 100, we can go well in the, um, the 50 over comp Somerset this year and try and retain our title we won last year. It's going to be interesting that 50 over competition, isn't it? Because you were telling me before, Sussex have lost 11 players. We've lost six or seven. Yes, yeah, I think it's seven, yeah. including both captains. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a very different sort of competition. That I suppose if some teams will be playing second teams altogether, we I suppose we're very lucky in that we've got quite a big depth of, of players that can play all formats. Yeah, absolutely. We've got we've got a really good squad at the moment. Um, there's sort of 20, 21 players that can all play first team cricket. Um, I think that makes it even more competitive. Like everyone makes wants to be achieving more and it pushes each other on, yeah. um, which is a great place to be and I think that's why we're having a great sort of period of results. Um, everyone's pushing each other and everyone's wanting to play in the first team and it's not possible all the time. Like I was missed out at the start of last year and I was extremely disappointed, um, but I know that's the way cricket goes and you've got to, you've got to work your way back into the side um, and once you get the chance, you just got to take it and make sure you stay in. Well, we hope you stay fit and well throughout the season, Jamie, because there's no doubt you'll be pushing for regular first-team place like last year. You played pretty much every game when you were signed last year, so and great results, so let's hope that continues. It's like a young racehorse, isn't it? Just Very sort weak. of a couple of training problems at the moment, but you just know that when he, when he, when he gets a bit of muscle on the bone, <laughs> he's going to be an absolute flying machine. Absolutely right. Do you want to face we've, him? We've got the... Fa- no, I do not. Absolutely not. Not... If there was a hundred-yard wicket, I wouldn't want to face him. When we were were training the Ditchits, which is our makeshift cricket team in the uh, in on, the autumn, cheers. absolutely. Um, some of them, the more naive boys, were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll face yeah, him. I'll face him." And yeah. I was like, "No, you lit, you literally will not. You could die." Yeah, exactly. Um, but they, I know, I, I think, I think they realise like how fast a ninety-mile-an-hour cricket ball probably is. Yeah, the best analogy I thought. Jamie you came up with was when you were saying like you drive a car at 80 which obviously you shouldn't do legally which we, which we wouldn't do obviously but right. technically um, someone might and then you go another 10 miles, miles an hour to 90 it seems like a hell of a speed change and it's the, you say it's the same with bowling to go from 80 to 90 is a massive difference and a real shock quite often yeah it is a shock um, I remember when I first started I faced a guy called Stuart Mika um, and playing second team cricket you probably don't get many 90 miles an hour bowlers and <laughs> it was a, yeah it was a bit of a surprise my first ball I was like geez that's a lot quicker um, but it's one of those the more and more you sort of do things you just get used to it and used to it and it becomes not second nature but it just becomes a little bit easier and you almost get that little bit of extra, extra second not second but you get an extra split second just to try and react to it 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's not. It's still not nice when you face 90 miles an hour, but it's sort of some things you got you got to do and you got to get on with occasionally. How much time would you spend on your batting through the season? Not as much as I should. It's probably the answer to that. Um, I know I've got a lot of ability and. I've sort of taken a little bit of a, a bigger step towards my batting this last year and, and it's something I want to improve going forward because if I can be one of those sort of Andrew Flintoff roles and trying to um, come in at 7 or 8 and make some valuable contrib- contributions to the team it makes a massive difference uh, any lower order runs or middle order runs is, is crucial to a, to a winning side so yeah that's my, that's my main goal I want to be batting a bit higher and making those valuable con- contributions to the team I remember couple of stick out in my mind that quarter final at Worcester last year the 50 over quarter final that was a good knock when you were batting with Craig good knock there and the championship game at home with Yorkshire I think you hit 40 did you uh, that was a that was a good knock yes, something like did. that yeah. yes um definitely the, the Worcester game quarter final um we obviously set up by Tom Banton who's had an incredible season he got an amazing 100 on, on quite a tricky pitch um, Trees got some runs that day yeah him and Trees both we got us up to a very very good score um, and then that sort of kicked us on and we obviously went to Not- Nottinghamshire which is an incredibly placed, hard place to go and play a 50 over game or a white ball game they're one of the best white ball sides in the country um, and we put in an incredible performance to get 3.30 which they thought was on the par but we managed to restrict them mm. um, yeah, and get to, get through to the final, which was one of the best days of my cricket career so far. Um, I know you were there as well, and it was, yeah, it was a good day. It was, right, a, it was a special moment, didn't you, mate? Eight lords, yeah, you I did. did cry, yeah, I did cry, yeah. yeah. And actually, um, I think I said before on the on the pod when we it, the last day of the season at Essex, when we bowled them out, when you bowled them out, um, and it so seemed the like, it was, nice. I it, like it, it, you're the, good with the result seemed possible. I, I was on the phone to my nan. I could hardly speak at one stage. I had to put the phone down. <laughs> Pathetic. It's amazing what sport yeah, does to people. You are a yeah. massive fan, aren't you? I am like a massive fan. Probably the biggest fans, I would guess. Yeah, well, Jamie and I were both fans today. We were the only people in the owners and trainers' lounge shouting for surname. No, I appreciate The that. room was silent, and no, we no, were no. just j- literally jumping up and down on our seats. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for that. Yeah. Keep that support coming. Shall we? Can we just. Because obviously, I'm a bit of a golfing badger as well. Jamie's much better at golf than me, which is sort of quite annoying. We're going to play next summer. We didn't get around to it this summer. But. Um, Maybe we should, do you reckon we a little bit of golf in chat? Definitely, I mean, I don't think I can contribute, but you two work away, although you are slightly stealing Jeff's job, of course. That's true, actually, yeah. That is true. Maybe we shouldn't bring it up too much. But, um, yeah, Jamie and I are going to play golf next um, summer. He's going to be off three, and I'm going to be off 21. So we'll, not get Jam- we'll get Jamie's thoughts on that if you want to. Yeah, your thoughts, sir? Uh, he can play off 21, but I'll be off 10. Absolutely so, disgraceful. Put it that way. He's a bandit. Sounds like absolute it. bandit. Does Craig play? Craig does play. Um, Apparently, he's not as good as Jamie. That is that is a true statement. <laughs> um, supposedly, I play off six and Craig plays off ten. So. Okay. There's no supposedly about it. So there's not a Why great not? deal between you. No, it's not a great deal. Um, but, but you are better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. But I would say he's a better cricketer than me. Oh, at the way. moment. At the moment. At the moment. You're so. different. I always say you're different. Ryan appreciates you both. I do, definitely. Absolutely. He appreciates you both so much. We are different, but he is better than me at the moment. He's done more, so I can't. I've got no argument to go against. Okay. How old? Oh no, same age. Yeah, they're you weren't twins. Just say that, yeah, they're you? twins. I was just yeah. about to say how, how much age, but then I remembered. Yeah. That they're twins. I'd imagine only hours. Hours. If that. Yeah. Not, not even that. Not, not even, even that. 
three minutes. Who came first? Craig. Gosh. <laughs> well, that was too much information. <laughs> three minutes. Good old Craig. Gosh, your poor man. Three minutes. So. Were you were you big babies? Massive. Well, you could. Be, I mean, if you see the size of me. God, your poor mum. Jamie's like a small tree. So is Craig. We were double the size of normal twins. You're kidding. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh my god. So you can see why we're at this height now. God, yeah, we probably don't need to go any further into that conversation. No, I think we probably leave it there. Yeah. Well, guys, we're we're having a really good journey back. Um, we're actually now got out of the 50 mile an hour zone. Pink gin. And uh, Harry's one sip of pink gin, Dan. So he's grand. The driver and I obviously are refraining. Um, yeah, well, that's mainly right because you're, you've been drunk so much recently, you just have a constant headache, so it's sort of quite nice for you to have a clear head today. I have, it's very nice. Thoughts ni- on that, it, please? It, it, very nice going racing without feeling hungover. Yeah. Because the last two experiences I've been racing with you have been fuzzy, let's say. Well, yeah, I mean, shoddy behaviour, really, not being able to sort of stay away. I've been professional when well, you've been professional when you've got there, but yeah. sort, of, sort of in the scene, I've thought, gosh, maybe you won't make it through the day. No, well, I didn't. One day I fell asleep. Way there to perform well, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Off. Yeah, a great performance. Yeah. Right. Well, in that case, I think we leave it uh, for, for the mighty Jeff to do the sports. I think we're there. Week. I think we're there. We're jumping forward a couple of days now, and I'm here with Jeff in his living room. Uh, Harry is out for the evening, so Jeff, I think we we may as well uh, get on with sports roundup. What a good idea! What a good idea. Well, I, I'm sure. Um, although I'm just on catch up. Um, you boys have been talking at length about racing on the way back from Haydock, but wow, what a day. It what, was, what a day. It was um, the day, I think, for any National Hunt enthusiast, it's what everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. Um, possibly not the result everyone was expecting. Uh, but Absolutely uh, not. I think a, the, a changing of the guard is very healthy. Yeah, yeah. Competition at that top level in anything for me is, is the thing that makes it tick, isn't it? You know, um, whether, whether that's... Um, you know, Manchester United winning the Premier League for Fergie yeah. Yeah, time and, and all those things for a long time. You need to change. You need that competition, don't you? It's nice looking at Scottish football at the moment. It just looks as though Celtic might have a challenger for once really? in Rangers. Yeah. So, you know, surname, Altior, they're the best, aren't they? To me, the, the seeing the best... I, I just wonder whether fantastic. surname could end up being but the best horse Paul's ever trained. Wouldn't and that, that is quite a statement, isn't that, it? Because... That, yeah. Those wonderful horses he's trained in the past, but I think he could have just bumped, bumped into a good one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how good would that be? Um, we've seen plenty of good ones, but you know, if he's that good, Ryan, ooh, wow. Well, a lot of horses have had a lot of attempts to beat Altior, and no one's done it yet. Nobody's done it yet. That's true. Nineteen so, times. There you go. So good, um, good luck to them. But also on the day, for me, a bit of divine intervention or divine justice, whichever way you can get yes. it, for Cathy with um, with Caitland, you know, to see those two horses come off the bend again without a loose horse this time. Oh, thank goodness. Um, was 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 fantastic, and um, you know. Kathy was Kathy was buzzing, which was really nice. They, it was well deserved, wasn't it? They've been with us for a long time, and they're great guys. Yeah. It would have been nice to see Roy there as well, because he would have been extremely excited. I think. I'm sure it was but a great race. Great race, great race yeah. again, and um, you know those two look pretty smart as well, don't they? Because they left the the others for. They're they're improving too, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I know Diego de Chamel's a, a Grade One winner already, but. Capeland, I seem to remember him being like Paul's Arco horse last year before something happened and he didn't get there. But they're obviously two pretty good horses. Certainly at that esteemed handicap level, they could uh, yeah. 
yeah. add to the coffers to maintain Paul's title challenge. Yeah, well, well, fingers crossed. Well, I've got to say, Saturday afternoon I was perched over there, Ryan, and, and I didn't move for much of the day, to be quite no, frank. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, for not to be racing and on a long trip like you guys, um, I was parked there doing very little. Well, we were chauffeur-driven by Jamie, which is an absolute pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Not being swung around in the back of Harry's Merc. <laughs> it was quite nice to be driven in some style. <laughs> yeah. Right, um, a fairly brief week for me, um, okay. Brian. Um, I've got to start with the boxing. Okay. Um, Harry had shown me this knockout punch on Twitter yeah. or something like that. So um, purely by accident, I, I don't even know what evening it was, but I, I came in and um, Sky, Sky were, were advertising the fact that the Wilder um, Ortiz fight was on. So I thought... I'll watch this. Yeah. So, sat myself down. Very heavyweight championship stuff. They they yeah. walked around each other for, you know. Right. And, and one gave one a prod, and okay. then one gave another prod, and you think, I'm not sure I'm really enjoying more, this. More thing, butterfly really. than sting, like uh, a bee. Then absolutely. But the one thing you did have to say, the guy who was throwing punches was definitely the challenger Ortiz, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they kept saying, well. You know, unless something dramatic happens, Ortiz is going to win this on on points because really? because Wilder just you know hasn't done anything really no other no. than just march around the ring, and in the seventh round yeah of you know there was certainly nobody nobody had a a great deal of problem until Wilder threw this right hand yes. Um, it was just astonishing. <laughs> it was as though the other guy had been hit by a really? sledgehammer. Yeah. Boom, and he went down. And you, you, it didn't take a genius. No, that to was know that. that. That was it. Wow, goodness. Over. So interesting. You know, um, not a huge boxing fan, but no. you know that heavyweight division now suddenly with with um, the rematch. Is it this weekend or the weekend after Past, between? Yeah. Ruiz Jr., the, you know, the guy who's actually yeah. a bit more tubby than you me, you know, <laughs> is, is turning out in the rematch against Joshua. Yeah. So, hey, that'll, that'll be interesting in Saudi Arabia. Really? Of really? all the places. Ooh, sweaty. Oh, <laughs> and just a most, I, I mean, I, I presume it's the cash talking. You would think so, wouldn't you? I yeah. Mean, all of these events are, you know, in the Madison Square Garden, yeah. they were Vegas Absolutely or Wembley. Right. But yeah. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia it is then, yeah. Um, football, um, Mr. Brown, our avid listener, yes, um, will still be happy, I imagine, with City. Um, sort of, there's about five or six clubs on on twenty nine points, I think, in and around the playoff position there. But um, from what I read, the the nil nil draw with Nottingham Forest oh. at home disappointing at yeah. was pretty dour. Mm, but, uh, mm. Hey, there we are. Um, of course, Jose's back. The yes, fancy one. that. The special one returns. I know, fancy that. How are, how are the uh, Spurs faithful? What are they thinking well, about that? Well, I, I mean... Because they love Potts, didn't they? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, he won't be five minutes without a job, will he? You wouldn't I mean, think so. He's just too good. Um, you know, they say they're underachieving, but top four for the last four seasons, mm. three, four seasons... Champions League final. I mean, 
it's a cruel game. It isn't it, Jess? Yeah, it's a cruel game. You you uh, don't uh, get many second chances, uh, do you? No. So you know, I think he's I think he's gone there at the right time, so to speak, and yeah. a scrambled a result at the weekend um, against a guy who is already under pressure. Yeah, Mr. Pellegrini. Sure. Uh, along with um, I, I wrote down. Um, it's manager go Ray coming up isn't it you know so I think that in the next few weeks um, Pellegrini um, the guy from Watford Flores and Mr Silver Everton they'll all they'll all be thinking we spend too much at Christmas love exactly yes (laughs) I should think so (laughs) we we might be out of work (laughs) in the new year hide the credit cards (laughs) hide the credit card absolutely and um, the one thing that you know, you look at that Mourinho thing. It has to have been months in the in the happening. I think, don't you? Not just overnight. Oh, no, I mean to 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 sack a, a manager of that yeah. calibre yeah. and then have his, him there. Jose's recent record is not inspiring, though. Whatever no, he was no, doing no, it no, no, in his no. last job, goodness knows. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, obviously, I think they play in Europe this week. It'll it'll be interesting. Um, I'm just wondering, I put down as well, um, as a football man, you just wonder what what happens to the likes of Deitch and, and from Burnley and, and Eddie Howe from Bournemouth, who've been around the league for a long time with mm. very unfashionable size, and in my view, do a fantastic job. Yeah. But you never hear a mention, do you? No, no. You know, one of these top six sides, not going to take a chance on somebody ordinary like no well the only one only one way for them to become less ordinary isn't there get a chance absolutely yeah um next thing i've got on my little sporting list is all of the sports because it's sports personality coming up yes of course i think we've even had ed sheeran endorsing ben stokes Oh really? Uh, yes, we oh, have. I haven't seen that. Yes, he has. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, we all. And watched. I noticed that Ben is not going on the Australia trip or not is making. He? No, no. So, I mean, whether he's been tipped the wing. The clouds are aligned. Sounds like it. <laughs> Perhaps, wouldn't it? yeah. There but, you go. Um, the other contestants, I think, I, I think uh, Dina, the, the athlete this year. Yes. Yeah. I, I think she must have her. Yeah, you've uh, talked about before. A uh, live chance, yeah, yeah, absolutely. She, you know, um, and and the girl Katarina Johnson Thompson. Yeah. Um, you know, always the bridesmaid, but now seems to be doing the job. Doing very well, yeah. Lewis, and I, I, you know, I know motor racing's got a huge following. Yeah. But um, hasn't Lewis won it before? I think he has, isn't he? I, I, I think he has, and you know, I think it was you and Harry I was talking to the other evening. That's I saw right, him you on. Were. Um, Graham Norton, I think yes, it was. Yes, that's you as well. Oh, oh, and um, God, he came across well. Yes, he really, surprised yeah, you. Yeah, so. he really did. You know, I was I was very impressed with him, very humble, and talked up his 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 parents, especially his father, who supported him all the way through in mm. tin carts and things like that that yeah. were really struggling. So, um, hey, you never know. You never um, know. Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Well. Interesting one. I think he might have just blotted his copybook a little bit lately with the little rift with with Joe Gomez. I don't know, but it it all seems to be made up there. Good. And I don't know whether you saw this, but I did see this, and this would put for me the guy right up there, Alan Wynne Jones at the World Cup. Oh, great guy! Did you yeah. see that interview? I didn't see the interview, oh, but he's a world you know, legend. I sure. mean, 
the old. It means everything to uh, him. Absolutely so everything. Proud. You know, big old boy like that yeah. on the point of breaking down. That's right. With emotion. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for a guy who's been at that top level for donkey you know, shows, an yeah. icon really isn't yeah, it, of Welsh rugby quite to be so sort of wobbly yeah. if you know yeah. what I mean um, but it meant so much and, and I, when we go back to sports personality yes which it, you know I've been watching that for since I was yeah. 15 or whatever That's you know it, back in the Graham yeah. Hill days and, and all those sorts of things um, he does come across as, as somebody as a a pillar. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a real champion. Willie John McBride yeah. and, and, and... I wonder when and the last Welsh winner was. Not something I'd expect Jonathan you to know Jonathan Edwards, maybe? Oh, okay, yeah. The, the, the triple jumper? Triple jumper, yeah, yeah. What would that have been, 15, 20 years ago? Oh, I would have thought so, wouldn't you? Gareth Edwards, perhaps? Yeah, Did quite he good have couldn't he? Are there any other famous Welsh know. people? I don't know. I Barry like, John? I think there are famous <laughs> Welsh people. <laughs> Um, so what are you looking forward to this week, Jeff? Uh, well, it's Hennessy this week, of course, isn't it? Of course, yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't know whether I should be dragged there kicking and screaming or not. Um, oh, that would be awful for you, that wouldn't it? That would be awful. Awful. Yes, um, I've been to a few of those. I so bet you I, have, I li- yeah. I like that meeting. But uh, now I think we've we've um, we've got Yala Enki in, in the big race, haven't we? Yes. And do you know, in Harry's absence, I'm just looking at the entries now because obviously he's not here to give his tip. Jeff, so. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be doing that. That's no, for well, sure. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just having a look now. And I reckon, I see, yeah, Yala Enki is, he's, he is 16 to 1, had a wind up for the first time. Yeah. Come from Venetia It'll Williams. It'll be soft. It'll be soft, which he loves. Bryony is jocked up by the look of it. I, I reckon the safest bet, if Harry was here, he would go for Silver Forever in the first. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who we love, Silver Forever. Yeah, we do. Um, she's been a winner for us before, and it looks like she takes on Floressa, who she just beat yes. over that same course and distance last time. Yeah, yeah. Looks like she's got a three-pound penalty. I think Paul's looked to have really hit form now, Jeff, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They've taken a run, as, as he's famously said, yeah. but they all, they all look to be running out of their skins. Well, on that, on that bombshell, <laughs> I think we'll leave it there till okay. next time. Um, Brilliant. Jeff, thanks for your time. And Absolute pleasure. Belatedly, thank you for Jamie for driving yeah. and for being on the pod. <laughs>